All right, let's rock and roll. You ready? I'm on it. Let's do it. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. Good morning, Denny. Welcome back to the Sprinkler Nerd Show. Seems like I just saw you this morning in my office. <laughs> right. We're like 50 feet away from each other, maybe, but in our own little cocoons with our own mics so that we don't get feedback. Right. Uh, what we're, what Denny and I are going to talk about today are some of the experiments that we've been running. I call them experiments because really everything we do is an experiment. We either learn something and we keep doing it, or we learn something, we stop doing it, or we learn something and we change. I think that's really what sort of sprinkler supply store specifically has become over the last 12 years is we are what we are now because of the things that we have learned along the way. And we've definitely learned a thing or two this summer that we're going to share for you guys. I don't know how long we're going to talk here today, but I think it's important that we share what we're working on. Hopefully it's helpful. Hopefully it lands with you guys. And if you have any feedback for us, we'd love to hear from you. So yeah, Denny, welcome to the fireside chat. I'm I'm really cozy up here by the fire and I'm excited about this. I'll, I'll preface this whole thing just real quick by saying that um, I just thought I was thinking about this beforehand. If you think about something new that you want to try and you decide that there's no way it's going to work, you're going to be absolutely right because you're never going to like dedicate the time it takes to actually fully invest yourself in something. And I'll, I'll tell you, like, honestly, one of the things that we're going to talk about today, I, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, this is not something that we should waste time on. And it's actually turned out to be great. And the reason that, um, it's worked out is because despite the fact that I had predispositions as I have about other things that Andy's brought to the table, um, thinking about how it's going to go, I've never let that, because I've learned my lesson over time, I've never allowed that to affect um, the way that I put myself into something. If I'm going to dedicate my time to something, whether I think it's going to be a waste of time or not, I'm, I don't want to completely waste the time. So I'm going to invest myself in making sure I do the best to make it work before I determine whether that's a waste of time or not. Cool. Great so. words of wisdom made me think that you kind of do become what you think about. So if you think something isn't going to work, then it won't work because that's exactly if you go into it that way, then that's what you will get out. You get out of it what you mm -hmm. put into it. So you get to decide the thought that you want to have. And if you think, man, this could really be something, it probably will, but it might not be what you first thought. It might be the culmination of like three or four or five or six or 10 or 20 little things that got changed along the way, but then it, it became what you wanted it to become because you figured it out. Right. Yeah. I think it's hard to kind of give, give up sometimes the, you know, just put, put all that aside and just be like, all right, I'm still going to put the time in and the effort and the thought and intention and see if it works. That's hard to do. And sometimes. one of the things that I'm going to need to do more of that is podcasts. So I took a little break sort of unintentionally, but intentionally because I got a little distracted and I wasn't feeling, which is sort of a weird thing to say, like in the mood kind of this summer to kind of riff on the podcast. And so I need to do that more. So I'm making a commitment right here um, with all of you that I want to get to episode 
100 by the end of the year. And today is September 1. So what does that leave? We've got September, October, November, December, four months. And that would be 20 episodes because I just did episode 80. So I think this is episode 81. So that means I have to do more than one episode a week. So somewhere in there, I got to do two or do a couple weeks with two to get to 100. So that's going to be my goal from here to the end of the year is 20 more episodes to get to 100. Nice. It's a good goal. All right. Sip from my coffee. Let's get into it. So I think what we want to do, Danny, is let's first talk about how we, and specifically you, have implemented some software that we're using called Bonjoro. Yeah, so I think we just kind of technically hit our one-year anniversary with Bonjoro. It seems like I get an email from them saying that we've been doing that for about a year. And I think you were on board slightly before that. So it started out with you just sending messages, I think essentially to contractors and some bigger um you know, bigger clients and just kind of reaching out. And so what Bonjoro is for those of you who may, who may never have ever used it before is it's really just a, a way to just send videos to your uh, customers or potential clients. Uh, I think that's initially what it was intended for. We've blown that up. And, um, and so Andy was first contacting contractors. And at some point in time, he came to, into my office and was like, how do you, how do you feel about just taking this over and just emailing all new customers with a video? So basically, you, you, there's a message and there's a video in there, and you do a personalized video. And you just, so what I'm doing is just welcoming them to Sprinkler Supply Store, uh, thanking them for their order. Uh, we started out with nothing else as far as marketing goes. We were just like saying thank you and uh, getting a nice response. And then you know we'll be talking later on about YouTube and and some of the other stuff we're doing. But we've moved on to kind of also add some links to the YouTube page to kind of get more people over there. And uh, that would be the thing that I was like, this is going to be a waste of my time, but I'm going to do it. And it's turned out to not be a waste of time. We've actually had some nice responses and uh, people, people call and mention, you know, that they've got my, are you the guy that sent me the video or we'll get, um, you know, we'll get uh, after the fact, people will, you know, do reviews and say, you know, it was really nice that I got a personalized video from the customer service manager. So, um, yeah. So mm-hmm. once I got into the swing of things, it was, it's, it's turned out to be kind of fun actually. So just to kind of figure out how to do that and to try to be on my game, both first thing in the morning when I have barely got my eyes open and late in the day when I've been working with customers all day to still be able to get videos out and be coherent and friendly and all that. Yeah. Stuff. So let so, me repeat something. Cause I think it's important because we, you said it and we kind of made, I don't want to gloss over it. Every new customer of Sprinkler Supply Store receives a video message from Denny. Every new customer, whether that's 200 new people in a day or 50 in a day or Monday morning when there's orders from Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and there's hundreds of new customers, they all get a personalized video from Denny. And I think what's kind of cool is the first thought is I can't First of all, I don't want to send one video customer. That's weird. I have to make a video and send it to a customer. That's a weird thing. And then the second thing is how in the world can that, is that scalable? How do I have the time to send that many personalized welcome videos? And we have some tricks. I don't know if we're going to share them all here today to do some things like that at scale. But the feedback loop that we see 
and you see this all the time because I'm not looking at every email that comes back is like, wow, my head is blown. I have never received that type of customer service from a company before. Like you guys are outstanding. Yeah, that's that's the general reaction that I get from most people. And I'll be honest, it was awkward as hell <laughs> when I started doing it. I felt really self-conscious and strange about it. And there was there was a lot of a lot of like starting up for me was a little bit of a trick. It wasn't too much of a trick. I mean, I've done radio in the past and I'm a musician, so I'm used to getting on a microphone and just randomly talking to a group of people and sometimes you get responses and sometimes you don't. So it's not a foreign concept to me, but being in front of a camera and talking into the camera directly is not something that I've really done before. So it was definitely awkward and I didn't know what to say. And then, and I was self-conscious about stumbling over my words and things like that. And after a while, I think you just realize that that's part of the character of doing something like that is it's not perfect. And it's not, it's not like I'm in a studio you know, trying to do a perfect video and I'm doing 47 takes. I'm trying to maximize my time unless I have a major <laughs> screw up or something that just doesn't work or I yeah. sneeze or cough. Well, I don't, I don't redo them. <laughs> and what's important to remember is that humans aren't perfect. Humans were not meant to be perfect. And so by not being perfect, it's actually shows our customers that this is real. This is transparent. This isn't rehearsed. This isn't filmed in a studio with actors and actresses that looks polished. This is just, Hey, this is, you know, you, Denny, me, Andy saying hello, yeah. a real person to person. And I think that's the most important thing that any business can do right now in 2020 too, is to be as human as possible because the internet has dehumanized essentially the world. Yeah, and we've done a complete 180 from where we were when we started. I can remember the first day being here as an as a new customer service rep, and you're like, we we really don't want to know want anybody to know who's behind the scenes. We don't want anybody to know how many people we have working here. We want to really just kind of stay anonymous and um, not give anybody any ideas of any of that stuff. And over the course of time, we've we've turned that around, and it's we don't we don't look at things that way anymore. It's like. And we'll get into more. You'll find out exactly like what Andy's done, which I'm, I know was maybe a little out of his comfort zone. But um, we've changed that concept and we've put a face. And nobody's looking at me and going, oh, yeah, there's an actor. <laughs> this, that guy's an actor. That's clearly like that dude's a customer service manager. He's a he's a guy that works. <laughs> and Yeah, I'm already having so many rabbit hole ideas for future podcasts. So thank you for uh, just planting <laughs> those seeds in my mind because – there is this, and these are things any business can do, right? Sometimes the people want to hide behind the business. And I think that the people actually need to come out of the business and be in front of, be in front of the business because what's so funny. And again, I, this is another, I, I'm going to probably record an episode on this is that everyone's looking for like some secret business tip, like some way, if you're a contractor to like outbid your competition, some trick to find supplies at a lower price, some special labor hack. And really the secret weapon of any business is you, like the you factor, like you as in me, as in Andy, as Denny, yeah. as in Denny, as in, you know, Joe who owns Joe's lawn sprinkler, like the literally the secret weapon in a business is Joe. And so Joe's got to come out and become the secret weapon that is waiting um, that the business is waiting for. 
And it's so easy to just kind of go behind the scenes of the business. But I think for the business to really succeed, the the owner or whoever is in charge or the people, you know, that's really the secret weapon. And that's kind of what we are really here to talk about today through the experiments that we've done. And so number one is that that Bonjoro, you know, sending personalized um, welcome emails to every customer. If you would like to receive a personal <laughs> video email from Denny, all you have to do is buy something at Sprinkler Supply Store. So there, this is not sponsored podcast, but for just just find a you know a one dollar part. Yep, you'll pay eight ninety nine shipping. So for ten bucks, you can go behind the scenes and experience what we're working on. So there you go. I encourage you <laughs> buy something at Sprinkler Supply Store, and, and you will receive a personal video from Denny. Cool. What else on Bonjoro, Denny? That anything we need to close on before we kind of move to the next item? Um. I think you know in some ways it's it's a lot of the a lot of the responses that we we get aside from people who are really shocked that I would take the time that somebody re- ordered a dollar part spent ten dollars and I'm going to take a couple of minutes out of my time to send them a video and thank them for that. So aside from that part of it, um, where the people are shocked is it's it's just another 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 customer service tool. Like sometimes I'll have people who may respond to the videos and also send me a message, you know directly because they've already tried to contact the company. But it's just another it's just another option for people to get in touch sometimes. It's not maybe sometimes always as different as like what we do standard for customer service, but it's just another way for them to reach out. I just think that like nobody can claim that we're not interested in helping people if there's a problem because I, the first thing I say in every single video is like, look, I, I'm encouraging you to reach out for any reason. Get in touch. Here's my direct way to contact me. Get Reach out to me. If you if if there's an issue with an order, or if you have any questions, or if you have a future thing coming up, so people definitely cannot claim <laughs> that we we're not interested in helping out our customers beyond just placing an order and fulfilling it. So yeah, cool. Okay, so let's move to. So I wanted to talk about the YouTube, and I also want to talk about the emails that uh, I started sending about six weeks ago. So I think first, uh, let's let's hit YouTube first. And um, hmm, where do I start? So YouTube has been a journey. And uh, so in Sprinkler Supply Store is really a direct to consumer brand. You know, yes, we do sell parts to professional contractors, landscape contractors, maintenance contractors, irrigation contractors, etc. But the majority is really direct to consumer or direct to business, because if there is a maintenance manager at a hotel that's replacing a couple sprinklers he might buy those sprinklers online from us but so i kind of consider that to be direct to consumer as well it's just direct to like a business but it's not direct to someone who installs sprinklers for a living so with that in mind as i approached uh, our youtube channel and trying to be a resource i've kind of known all along since the inception of sprinkler supply store in 2010 that we would that we need youtube however i never had sort of the the balls to do it number one the time to do it the resources the knowledge etc i just had in the back of my mind that man we got to do some youtube stuff but i always sort of felt like well i don't have the time to go out in the field and film all this stuff because the picture that i had in my mind of doing youtube seemed very complicated. 
And then there became this point, I think it was 2019, that we started experimenting. And what I what I did is I took all of the barriers away. All of the all the things that felt complicated, I said, I'm not doing it then. So what is the minimum that I can do and I can do repeatedly over time with a little bit of effort? And what that ended up looking like was building the YouTube studio at my desk, literally at my desk that I sit and work at every day that I'm here right now talking to you, Denny. This is my YouTube studio. So if anybody wants to see what this looks like, just look up the Sprinkler Supply Store YouTube channel and you can see me being goofy me. So that is probably the intro. The segue to the next part is that what I had to learn how to do was to just be me. And what that meant was not reading off a script. I'm fortunate or unfortunate to know a lot of these parts. And if I don't know them perfectly, I at least know enough to kind of do an unboxing and look at a controller and show it and put it in front of the camera and maybe be a little interesting and entertaining along the way. And so that's kind of what we've done with YouTube is any item that comes back to us on a return, because we don't have all these parts right here in our warehouse, I started making YouTube videos and really they're kind of just an unboxing, right? It's, it's the next step from looking at it in a white background picture to seeing somebody hold it in front of the camera, turn it around, look at it, talk about it. I can't answer every single thing that there is to know about a product, but within anywhere from two to five minutes, I can show you visually in video and talk about, um, talk about a product and then people can comment back on YouTube. And so what has happened, and I think this is where you might take over the conversation, Denny, is by planting what I'll call these YouTube seeds and building content repeatedly over time, we are starting to get uh, attention. Let's say we're getting our customers' attention and we're building this depth of uh, personality, if you will. So people know the who is behind Sprinkler Supply Store, which happens to be me. And I'm trying to embrace and be proud of this. That's the hardest part that we feel like we're more than just a corporate brand selling parts. Right. And then you yeah. receive phone calls from people on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. So first of all, I would say that kind of the way that this started, I, and I know you always had YouTube in your mind and the application was the question, but I might sometimes have a question for Andy about something that I, I wasn't aware of. A customer might have an issue with something. He'd be, Andy would be like, okay, well, let's make a video and send it to him. And I was like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> like You have a question about how something goes together, make a video and put it together. That's how, that's how we all learn how to fix things these days. You know, if you have a problem with your car, you go to YouTube, try to figure out how to fix something. So yeah. So we started just doing these videos for customers. And then I think our initial, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think our initial intention was really essentially to get these overviews of the parts onto the website. So we were putting them on YouTube, but we were also putting them on the website. So if somebody had a question about, say, like the Hunter Transformer that that has some questionable writing on it that might make you confused, we put videos together to explain all that. So hopefully people would have that question answered before they ever ordered the part. And if they did not see that and order the part and come back and have that question, we had a video that we could send to them that fully explained it. So I didn't have to just send them the same text thing every single time. So that's kind of where we started with that. But you've created a persona and that persona is actually just you. It's not a, it's not like, like Andy calls himself the sprinkler nerd, but it's because he's the sprinkler nerd. 
like whether you whether that's the name that you call him or not, that's Andy. So Andy, so just so you know, Andy went to visit a friend in the industry for a wedding, and there were videos on social media of them outside of the restaurant bar adjusting the sprinklers at whatever time it was. <laughs> so the, Andy is a sprinkler nerd, and so that's what he calls himself. And um, his his persona is who he is. I I work with him. I've been working with him for eleven years. He's not putting on an act. He's that guy. And, pe- and people call and they're like, are you the guy when they talk to me? They're like, are you the guy who does the videos? I'm like, no, that's Andy. And some people strictly call because they want to talk to him or they want to get to know him or they want to, um, you know, because they've seen him and they and he's friendly and he puts out a friendly vibe. And so they feel like they can call us and ask a question. Yeah, which actually opens up another door to something that we've experimented with that I wasn't planning to mention, but I will. And that is. If somebody has a technical question, uh, my door is open. Let me restate. My door can be opened (laughs) and that anyone in the world that's watching YouTube is welcome to schedule a call with me using my online calendar system. However, it is behind a paywall. So there is a $75 charge and that is 30 minutes of my time. And again, I just kind of picked these numbers just because, again, this is an experiment. And if they really have a question that they need solving $75 to answer their question and solve their problem is a really just a drop in the bucket. And so we do have people that schedule calls with me coming from a link that's in the YouTube video. And again, it's behind a paywall. So that is the filter. So someone's only going to schedule a call with me if they either one, they just want to be a fanboy, So 75 bucks seems fine, or they want to ask questions. And it's been a heck of a lot of fun because if they choose to do a zoom call with me, I've had customers in different parts of the country that are on zoom on their phone. They take me out to their yard. They show me what they're working on. And we have this sort of remote virtual uh, support conversation that in 2022 can absolutely be done without even going to their house. So this might be something, you know, you as a contractor who might be listening to this, you should be able to charge for your time and provide answers to questions without going to the homeowner's house and giving them answers for free, right? Just say, yep, we're happy to help you. Here's a link. You can schedule a call with us and all this technology exists and it's not that hard to um, to set up. And again, if you want to experiment and see how this works. Just look at one of our YouTube videos in the description. There is a link and you can schedule a call with me and um, see how this whole process works. So that's kind of the side uh, benefit that we're also experimenting with because what we don't know is what does the future look like, let's say in five years or 10 years, the future might look like there is a geek squad. Again, I'm just sort of like brain sharing here. We're going down this little rabbit hole. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep going. The industry might look like there is a sprinkler nerd team like Geek Squad that can give you answers to your questions remotely. And maybe there's like a call center or maybe there's 50 sprinkler nerds all over the country that can help people remotely with the irrigation systems without actually going to the home. And that could potentially also be a lead gen for contractors. Hey, I got a call from Joe. You know, we went through his system, uh, we spent an hour, we did all the troubleshooting we could, and I know he's got three bad solenoids, you know, or whatever the case might be, and then dispatch the local contractor. So anyway, just down that rabbit hole, but we've been opening up and talking 
directly to our customers uh, more than ever. And it's been super fascinating. And it kind of all just started with putting ourselves out there. So first out there through Bonjoro, second out there through YouTube. And then I guess the third thing that I wanted to talk about was our, um, our weekly email that's going out every Friday. And again, it's kind of, um, email is one of those things that I always wanted to do and we would dabble and experiment with. And a couple things would always come to mind. Number one, how do I write an email and, and include products when we have so many products and people are interested in so many different things. So in my mind, I would sort of say, how can I craft an email about sprinklers when someone else bought lighting and somebody else is interested in drainage and someone else wanted a replacement pump for their pond system? How do I write an email that could be addressed to anyone and anyone could have value? So I just wasn't right? What we would do in the past is just send out a coupon and a discount and that would work. But again, it was sort of like we would train our customers to like the drug, like the discount, wait to purchase until there's a discount. And it's a what really kind of bad a deal cycle. Are you going to, yeah. What kind of a coupon are you guys going to offer for Labor Day this year? What are you guys going to do for Memorial Day? So people are waiting and not purchasing because they're waiting for those deals to come through. Right. And if that's your business model, fine. I just chose it. I don't want that to be my sure. business model because I want customers to want to buy and not wait for a discount because then you're just basically discounting yourself. If you always sell the lowest price or on a discount, then they're choosing discount, not choosing value. So in, I think it was in June, I hired, rehired uh, one of my copywriters that has done some amazing work for us. If you read the about us page on sprinkler supply store, you'll see the amazing copywriting that, you know, that she put together uh, with my sort of, she interviewed me and asked me about sprinkler supply store. And then she wrote the about us. So I hired her to sort of create what we would call an email template. And this was the idea that I had to make things easier, you know, so she sort of created the framework for an email template. She sent it to me. I was like, okay, cool. That looks good. And then I sent, I sat down to fill out the email template. And again, I had these roadblocks. Like I just couldn't, it seemed like too much work. I didn't know what to put in these different sections. I was in sort of my, my brain was frozen and I said, fuck it. I'm not doing this. I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send a plain white email from me with one thing that's on my mind that has nothing to do with sprinklers or irrigation or landscape at all. Just kind of like a positive quote, something that I'm thinking about, something that we're working on as a company, as people, and it's not about the products. So that's the first part of the email. It comes directly from me on a white, you know, white background, just text. And then the second part of the email is a link to one of the new YouTube videos that we've released this week that, um, might have some value or be entertaining. And so there was two things that that did for me. Number one, it removed all barriers. I don't even have to think. I have plenty of ideas every week, plenty of thoughts that roll through my mind. As long as I write one of them down, I can put it in an email on Friday and create this email in less than 15 minutes. And then number two, we get some little bit of traffic to our YouTube channel. 
And then I always, in the bottom, encourage someone to schedule a call with me. And this wouldn't be a paid call. The reason that the other calls were paid is because that link is out there to the world on YouTube. And the link that I send to our customers in this, in this email are just to our customers. And I encourage them, hey, I'd love to hear from you. Schedule a call with me, the owner. But and let's be clear here for a second that this is still thousands of people. This is yeah, there's like, like 100 people. people emails. Yeah, so so when Andy first told me again, like me being the skeptic, but always going, okay, well, let's try it and see what happens. Like I, the first thing I said to Andy is, let's restrict the amount of time that you're reaching out to a lot of people. Let's restrict the amount of time that people can reach out to you, so that you don't get overwhelmed over the course of a week by all these sprinkler nerd fanboys or wh- whoever it might be. So that was my first thought, and it and it's, it really hasn't turned out to be that. So. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing is most people don't take advantage of an opportunity that's in front of them, but they, they know the tone of an email, right? So it's like, you want to be welcoming and you want to feel like you're reachable, approachable, knowing that at the end of the day, no one is going to really approach you. And if they do fantastic, because that really is the goal. I want to talk to our customers. And I don't care if, you know, if a hundred people book a call with me, I really do want to talk to them. But what happens is most people don't. However, it's like the thought that counts. It landed. They remember it. It's stuck with them. And in a few minutes here, I'm going to play a section of a call that I had uh, just this week with one of our customers that booked a call with me. <laughs> so I'll save that for, for in just a few minutes. But it's just I think been the other part awesome. of that. I think the other part of that is there's no, there isn't really an agenda. You're not trying to sell anybody anything. You do have the links to the YouTube site. You do have the ability for somebody to call and chat with you, but you're not asking them to chat with you for a sales call. You're just, you're just like, it's, it's like, and part of this whole thing I think is like, we all have friends who have businesses that we, we deal with them because they're our friends because we know them and we, and it's a friendly thing. And I think that, you know, we're not necessarily making direct friends with every single customer, but I think we're giving them that accessibility and that openness of like, Hey, here we are, we're people. And I think that makes people want to reach out and just mm-hmm. connect. Like we have and lots of connection. Like people that are interested in learning about the people behind the business. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's like they care, we want them to care about the people behind the business and oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Damn it. You take it, Denny. Mike dropped to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I just think that um, we're just, we're, it's just an, an, a nice thing. Like, I think that we're, we're all kind of attracted to personalities in one way or the other. And if you see somebody, you're like, oh, that guy's really friendly. You want to reach out to him. And I think that that is, it's the buddy thing. Like, like, and so, uh, so you guys, if you've listened to any of the past podcasts that I've been on, Andy usually mentions that I'm a musician. And I was told years ago, by um, Cliff Davies, who was the drummer for Ted Nugent for a long time. He was my one of my mentors. And he said to me, like, it, do- it doesn't matter how good you play. Everybody plays good. Like, when you get to that level, everybody plays good. It's the hang. You have to be able to hang. You People want to know that people have to be attracted and want to hang with you because you're going to be together a whole lot. So if you're ordering a lot of sprinkler supplies, you're going to be together with somebody a whole lot. You're going to keep contacting and you're going to want to know that like when you get the dude on the other side of the phone, it's, oh, there's Denny. I talk to Denny every single time. He takes care of me. He asked me about whatever we talked about last time. And I do, I have customers that I like a hand, small handful, but a handful of customers that I would 
call friends. There's one person in particular who has ordered a whole lot from us. And she's told me if you ever end out up out in New York, look me up. I would love to like meet you in person and just show you around because she calls yep. me oh, every week <laughs> and orders something. <laughs> So. Yeah. And so what's cool is that we do have people that order, you know, frequently on a regular basis. Uh, but I would say that that's the minority, the minority, right? Not everyone is sure. buying from us all the time. Absolutely. Some people might buy once forever. That's it. One time, right? Other people might just buy once when they start up their system, something's broken. So let's just say it's a twice a year purchase potentially. Now, how do they, if you, if you bought a sprinkler part from someone, how in the world are you going to even remember the company that you bought it from? You'll remember the sprinkler. Oh, I got this. I use Rainbird, you know, 5,000 sprinklers, or I use, you know, Hunter Pro Sprays. But how do you remember the company? And that's the most important thing. You don't want someone to remember your product necessarily. You want them to remember your company or your person or the feeling that they had and that is kind of what it's a longer game. And that's what we're focused on. That's what all this content is really all about is being able to have a customer and keep them on a journey with us that doesn't require a purchase until it requires a purchase, which however long that might be, if that's once a month, it's once a month. If it's once a year, it's once a year, but we want to keep them um, engaged, entertained and you know, with us along the way. And this might be a, a, the, the right time to play the recording of the call that I had with this customer, because I think he says something similar to this. And this was sort of the whole point of my Friday uh, white email from me, is I'm not talking about products. I'm talking about, I usually start with a quote, right? A quote that resonates with me that is typically a positive quote that I think can you know, land with all of our customers and has nothing to do with sprinklers, but they know that it came from sprinkler supply store and that sprinkler supply store. That's an interesting company. I kind of like what they're doing. I'm interested in their content, but it's not about the parts, right? It's about the people behind the parts. So uh, let's go ahead and play this clip, Denny. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Let's see if I can make this work in the recording and not have to stitch it in after. Here we go. Yeah, so I noticed, you know, just looking at my inbox, even the way, and long, I guess not a long story short, but uh, my background's in mechanical engineering. I used to design HVAC equipment and um, part of a startup now. So, uh, and we're, we're building a bit of a DTC brand for air filters, but I, I think I'm more attuned to people that are doing it exceptionally well and kind of check the box for me of like things that I'm trying to emulate too. So, I think cool. one of the things is your emails always stand out in my inbox, even just your use of like emojis in the subject line and stuff. Okay. Like it's, it's really hard for me to miss a sprinkler supply store email, <laughs> even though like, like everybody else, I get a ton of emails, but like just, uh, yeah, this last one, the best 100 with the, the winky emoji, like that's, it, it was very hard for me to skim my inbox and not stop on that. And then nice you know, even clicking on it, it was, it kind of got personality with the Buenos Dias and like, it didn't feel like, Hey, I'm a big box sprinkler retailer. Here's some irrigation stuff for you to know is it, it was like, okay, I don't know why I'm reading the sprinkler brands email. Cause I have no need for irrigation stuff right now, but for some reason I'm strangely intrigued to see what they have to say. 
There it is. He didn't know why he was reading the email from Sprinkler Supply Store, but he was strangely intrigued with what we had to say. Like that pretty much sums it up. And I think that's like kind of a good lesson for any business that people don't have to buy from you all the time. They're not going to buy from you all the time, but you can keep them on the journey with you and keep them engaged or entertained. I guess that's sort of the way I want to say engaged and entertained so that you do stand out. You are different and you can be memorable. Um, so I think all those sorts of things that, that we're doing are, are for that purpose and they don't have a direct ROI, right? The ROI is that conversation with that customer knowing that it landed and it resonated, but it doesn't have sort of a, when we did X, we got Y in return, right? When we implemented this Bonjoro, we saw a 30% increase in this metric. Like it's, it's not about that. And I feel like a lot of companies, especially corporations, especially the bigger ones, don't make any decision without wanting to have some type of a metric that they can watch to get results. And sometimes the results you can't measure in, in a metric that's tied like necessarily to revenue, right? The metric is like, how did you make that customer feel? But how do you measure how you made that customer feel with a metric? And I think to an extent, we've seen that there's more engagement on our site, our, our, you know, because we're a seasonal business, obviously, for the most part. Like our season has gone a little longer than usual. The the normal ramp down that, that we see when um, the colder climates start to, you know, winterize their sprinklers or stop using them or whatever it might be. That that went on longer this year than usual. And can we directly attribute that to Bonjoro's and YouTube and stuff like that? Probably not, but but yes. You know, we, it's it's not directly measurable, but we can see a result that I think we're pretty certain came from that sort of mentality this year. Yeah, totally. All right. So this this conversation I had with this customer, there was three sound bites that I saved and um I don't know. I don't want you guys to think that we're weird because I have a recording of a call with a customer. It just happens to be that every call through our phone system is recorded. And I think we've talked about this, Denny, in a previous episode that we've actually used it, you know, to go back in time and work through a customer who ordered something from us but forgot and that sort of thing. So that's why we have this recorded. Um, but I want to play one more clip. It's for my own sake, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's for my own sake, too. In case I say, I accidentally said something that I shouldn't have said, I can go back and go, oh, yeah, that was me. I was right, wrong. Right. So I can at least so let me play one more so. clip because I've got, th I think there's three from this conversation. Here we go. Hey, well done, man. It's it's a very impressive. Um, you know, I got to say that I, I definitely am emulating a lot of it. I, I'm like, that's the kind of presence we want to build, you know, just that, that connection air filters aren't necessarily the, the sexiest thing in the world either. So it's really cool to see how you actually made this stuff really interesting. And so there he, he's, he's sort of seeing what we're doing and, and he's with us sort of on our journey at Sprinkler Supply Store because he has a business that is a non-sexy business. And it's almost like we're setting an interesting example that he's going to try to do within his own uh, business and, I guess that's kind of a side benefit, but however we can help our customers, whether it is with their sprinklers, with their own business, with their person, um, you know, just, I, I guess it just feels good to me, you know? And again, there was no real agenda there. Like I was waiting because I listened to this call too after and he got off the call. He was like, you should check that out. That's an interesting call. And I'm listening and I'm waiting for the, 
oh yeah, so I'm running this business where we're selling this, or do you want to invest in this? There was none of that. The guy would just wanted to reach out and talk to Andy and just have a conversation because he was inspired and there was no other agenda. Like nobody, we, we probably, we may not make extra money for a long time from him. If ever, you know, he didn't make any money off of us. There was just this exchange of ideas, just a connection. And it was really cool. I thought. Yeah. Cool. So I don't remember what this last one is, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and play it. So here we go. Yeah, it definitely comes through as a, as a person. It doesn't feel like, SprinklerSupplyStore.com is emailing me. It feels like Sprinkler Nerd Andy, you know? <laughs> cool. I like how you, you, you tied all that together. Okay, so I guess that one was just more of a, a summary of the felt like it wasn't a corporation emailing him. It was just a real person. And I think that, you know, as we sort of wrap up this episode, I think that's what I would like to leave with you guys is to remember that people buy from people. It's like the age old expression, but it's so true. And I would encourage you, you know, pre-sale when you're scoping out a new customer during the project, after the project, you know, always try to be as authentic as possible. Try to always be yourself. And I think, you know, thinking about that, that's why doing YouTube and sometimes even doing a podcast is hard because sometimes we're afraid to be ourselves, right? We're sometimes we're trying to actually be who someone else wants us to be, who we think they want us to be, instead of just being ourselves. And it's like if you can be comfortable being authentic, you will not be afraid to make a YouTube video. Because I think that's why we're afraid to send a video, right? Or get on stage is because we have this fear of being ourselves, but that's really what you need to focus on is actually just being comfortable, being authentic and being yourself because then you literally are believable. You do build trust and you can really enhance that potential relationship with the customer. And I would put money down that you can be the most expensive business, you know, as related to your competition. But in order to do that, you have to be, you know, you have to build trust and you have to be likable, which means you literally have to be authentic. So I think if you lean into the things that sort of Danny and I were talking about and can become more authentic, you will see results. And I think you can charge more. So just go be, go be you, whoever you are listening to this, just go be you and be fucking proud of it. So I think that's uh, the last thing I have to say, Danny, what about you? Right on. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I I don't really have much to cap that off. It's the um, the blind melon bee girl who I don't know if you remember that video. No, for no rain, she's like the different person, but she went out and just uh, flew her freak flag, as my hippie friends like to say. Just be who you are and uh, and be proud of it. And right, uh, that's 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 the best way to connect. You're not going to cool. connect so with everybody. Yeah, and this was totally an improv um, episode. You know, I think it was either yesterday or the day before, Danny, that you came here like, hey, let's share some of the stuff you've been working on. Like, okay, that's a great idea. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. And if you, just as a wrap up, if you want to see the personal Bonjoro, you know, video, just buy something at Sprinkler Supply Store because that's the only way that it gets triggered. And um, you know what? If you contact us, maybe we'll work with you on free shipping or something. If, uh, if you just want to participate in that video, also check out the YouTube stuff. Uh, that's our experiment. And again, if you want to see how the, um, calendar, uh, appointment system works behind the paywall, um, go ahead and, uh, give that a try. 
and I have a free one too. So if you want to reach out and talk to Denny, the customer service manager, who is not as big of a sprinkler nerd, you can also reach out to me and there's no charge for that. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Well, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate everyone. And uh, until we record another one, happy sprinkling. Talk to you then. Happy sprinkling.